What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the 2021 Palmetto Championship from Congaree. The you uh, supposed to be the Canadian Open, eh? But we're sorry. It's now the Kakalaki Open or whatever. It's presented by our friends at FantasyNational.com slash TJ, where you need to go to get the best golf stats around. There's no better golf stats for the PJ Tour or actually now also the Corn Ferry Tour than at FantasyNational.com slash TJ when you use that link and you tell them that the Tour Junkie sent you. You save 20% off any membership level that you choose. It, which makes it $8 a week, okay, or $24 a month, or $200 for the entire year. Now, there are like 50 11 PGA Tour events a year. It's okay, so for $200 a year, you could do that. That's easy. Or you could just wait till like maybe Wednesday of this week and pay for the weekly and then get your research for this week, cram it on Wednesday, and then get your research for the whole week next week for the U.S. Open. So fantasynational.com slash TJ, it's where we've been going for years. All the data is provided and licensed by the PGA Tour, so you know it's good. You got liner, line, lineup uh, optimizers, that was easy for me to say, ownership projections, yeah, yeah. all that fun stuff at fantasynational.com slash TJ, so check it out. Oh, man, listen, uh, we need to go ahead and throw out a few disclaimers. Uh, I think we should throw out a disclaimer. We, we have just finished recording a podcast with our friend Travis Fulton. He has a podcast, and we were guests, and I. so we both started drinking early. So if you ever watch our betting show live, you know that we record that after the DFS show. Well, now this is kind of like the equivalent to the betting show on normal weeks because we've already been drinking. Anyway, the podcast used tonight is Wild Leap and uh, Soda with a Lime for me. Pat, what you got tonight, buddy? Just a, just a normal old beer here for me. Normal nothing nothing too beer. fancy. I'm just using... trying to keep it. I'm using yeah, my own face with acorn tears as my coaster. If you order something from the TJ shop, you get that. You got this. You got that coaster. Oh, by the way, if you want to order something from the TJ shop, it should be the T-shirt that Pat Perry's wearing right now. Oh, my God. Uh, look at that. Now, you can't tell the detail great on camera, but that's a Siwoo Ric Flair combo T-shirt, and that is just beautiful, man. That's a beautiful shirt. We have very limited number of those. Single digits left in the Tour Junkies shop. 28 bucks. You get 20% off if you're a Nut Hut member. You better get on those real quick because uh, I don't believe we've ever had a t-shirt pre-order better than that Siwoo Kim t-shirt. And fun fact, Siwoo Kim has seen the t-shirt and has ordered one himself from us through our friend Gino Benelli. So we may see Siwoo wearing that shirt one of these days, and that would just, that, I could die a happy man if that happens. I really could. Um, uh, shout out to our Nut Hut winner from last week uh, at Ben895, scored 458 points, finds his way into the Nut Hut finals coming up in the summer. And we had like, Pat, I don't know if you noticed this, but we had like five or six different Nut Hut members posting screenshots yesterday afternoon of like either four digit or five digit wins in, uh, I think it was, I think there was one five digit win there. Uh, so some people winning some money. Congratulations. Uh, you I must, didn't see it. You must not have had John Rom. So there's that. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, it was, that was good. So congratulations to those folks. And I think the last thing I really want to make sure everybody pays attention to is the U S open is coming, you know? So this is the Congaree thing, the Palmetto thing. And I'm just going to be honest with you. We are in full like DGAF mode for this show. This show is going to be, who cares? You know, the field is shit. 
the uh, the contests or whatever. You're, you, you know, there's a lot of unknowns this week. You're probably gonna you probably need to save a little bankroll for the U.S. Open. Um, the viewership and the listenership on this show is probably gonna be way down, which is uh, normal, understood. But uh, so we're gonna have fun tonight. But but for the U.S. Open, we're pumped. Okay, and it's gonna come out much earlier than we normally come out. So heads up for the U.S. Open show. It's going to come out Saturday night. I think we're going to start live. You'll know here pretty soon. The live show, the live DFS show is going to be around 7.30, 7.45 p.m. Eastern on the YouTube channel. You need to make sure you watch live. Me and Pat don't have to get up for work the next morning like we normally do. So like the podcast, you should be flowing on Saturday night. Pretty excited about that. Also excited that we're going to have a special guest join us. Mr. Paul Tesori, PGA Tour caddy for Webb Simpson, 20-plus years of experience, knows, knows Torrey Pines pretty well. Paul's going to join us to talk about the golf course and what he thinks about Torrey Pines' U.S. Open setup. Um, we're going to obviously talk DraftKings, picks, fades, sleepers, all that stuff, betting outrights. If the top 20s are out, we'll hit those. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we're also going to give away a merch bundle, okay? So we got new hoodies hitting the shop. We got the Siwoo Kim. Well, we're probably not going to give you a Siwoo Kim t-shirt because that's sold out, but we'll give you a t-shirt. We got hats, ball markers, stickers, coasters. We're going to give away a merch bundle. You need to be watching live. It's just going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good show. Join us live for the U.S. Open show. Like I said, Saturday night. Not the normal Monday night, but Saturday night. So for all you guys out there who can't get a date, you know, there's probably a lot of you that watch the show, honestly, and, and we'll, we'll be here for you. You can, uh, you can sip on some podcast juice with us, have a long night, and then none of us have to get up and go to work the next day. Should be fun, right, Pat? Yeah, I mean that's 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 a dream come true, really, for a podcast is not having to worry about getting up to go to work. But oh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the U.S. Open. Um, so, but yeah, here we are, Palmetto Championship. Now we're going to be talking about Congaree here, Pat. Congaree, this little little golf course in Ridgeland, South Carolina. Uh, beautiful golf course, pr- pretty new by golf course standards. Tom Fazio design. Not that far from you. Now, we're obviously going to, you know, you tell us what you, what you think we need to know about the golf course so far, but you're also going to be on site. And that's going to bring quite the edge to the Nut Hut members um, this week. So talk to us a little bit about that and the golf course. Yes. So I am going to be on site uh, starting tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. And there's not a whole lot of interviews tomorrow other than some of the college guys that are coming out playing in their first Pro Tour event. So I'm going to walk the course a lot. Tomorrow's going to be a course day. I'm going to walk the course. I'm going to talk to some players, see what they say about the course. And um, I don't know, I may even yell Brooksy. Uh, sure. may, may go yell over at Brooksy uh, and talk to him. But um, anyway, can, yeah. just want to see what the course is like. And so I'm going to get a lot of information there. And then Wednesday, I'm definitely going to be in some of those interviews. Cannot wait for that. So I, I think uh, you'll get some good information in the Nut Hut uh, later in the week from what I see out there. Look, this course is new. We've mentioned that. Everybody's going to talk about that. Everybody that you listen to is going to tell you or watch or follow or whatever. They're going to tell you that they know all about this course. They really don't because they've never been there. They've never seen it in person, and not a whole lot of people have. So I will be uh, on the course trying to get some insider knowledge from that standpoint and really telling you how it's going to play this week. Like you can hear a lot about this course, like how people have played it two years ago or something right after it opened and they had a, you know, a bunch of people out there, but it's, you know, I want to see what it's playing like in tournament conditions this week. Not a, ho- a whole lot of people are going to know that, 
you know, they're going to talk about, well, we think it's going to play firm and fast. Do uh, you know that for sure? You don't know. Um, you know, we think this, we think that. So um, looking forward to getting out there. Some basics, though, on this course at Congaree Golf Club. You mentioned it's a Tom Fazio design. It is ranked as one of the top 100 courses already in the U.S. It is a par 71 playing almost 7,700 yards. You got Bermuda grass from Tita to Green. Um, you know, you are, like I mentioned, you're going to hear that this is a pretty firm and fast golf course. Fairways are pretty wide. Um, it, pretty much the, the, the trouble that you have is there's a ton of sandy areas all over the place, uh, not just around the greens, but off the tees. You do have some force carries over water that these guys are going to have to deal with a little bit. Um, they really don't worry about force carries. I do. I worry about force carries a lot. I mean, I just want to know if I can get it over the force carry. These guys don't have to worry about that. Well, some guys um, have to worry about getting it up, and some guys don't. And you're one of those guys that, <laughs> at your age, you have to worry about getting it up, and I understand that. Mm. But these young guns, mm. I mean, some of these guys are barely off the, off the, you know, they're off the teat, and they can, they can. That would be it. good if you had an ad read to, to, for that. Yeah, like yeah. You, if you went straight into some sort of ad read on that, just transition. Anyway. And you kind of froze there for a minute, and your mouth was open, and that also would have been good for the same ad read. Yeah, it would have. Well, um, anyway, so, but yeah, this course, the real teeth of this course is around the greens. There's a lot of runoffs around the greens. Um, a lot of, you know, it, it takes you, it can take your ball into water. It can take it into, you know, these waste bunkers. It can take you way off the green. So I do think there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to, it's going to require a lot of creativity around these greens uh, and being good on approach. Um, you know, so I think I'm going to look at scrambling going to look at off the tee for sure as long as it is i do think these guys are going to be able to cut some of these corners so it's not going to play quite as long yardage wise so i wouldn't just like completely throw out your 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 short knockers this week okay i, I don't think that that's going to be something that that you're going to want to do I, of course bombers always have an advantage we know that um what else that's about it really i'm just going to try to get as much as i can tomorrow and uh relay that to you folks and there you go, DB. Did you? Um, I don't. I've. I got to be honest. I wasn't paying much attention at all. But did you? Okay, so Pat's going to be on the course, right? Tuesday, he's really going to be digging in the course. He's going to be talking to some folks. Wednesday, he'll be in the press. He'll be in the press building, making sure he catches all the interviews. Um, and this is a a big advantage for you if you're in the nut hut. That's all I got to say. So you better be in the nut hut. You know, you can definitely kind of punt this week. I already said, like, we're kind of DGAF mode here. You can spend less bankroll. But you could also take advantage of everybody kind of sleeping and a lot of people not knowing what the hell they're talking about. But also, you know, you could take advantage of it. And you could join the Nut Hut and you could get what Pat has to say. You could, um, you know, you could hear from directly from some of our sources on the ground that we won't necessarily share on social media or other places. Um, this is an advantage. So for $10 a month, I mean, that's freaking nothing. Okay. $10 a month. You can join the nut hut. You just do it for this month and you can get it for this week in the U S open. Like that's, that's, it's worth it right there. Or $90 a year. You can join the nut hut. It's our private chat through discord. There's over 400 like golf loving addicts in there. We talking about DFS and betting on golf. It's beautiful. And then there's a lot of other channels. You can talk about a lot of other stuff, random stuff or other DFS sports. Uh, and you get 20% discount off of anything you order on the Tour Junkie shop, including the brand new Seawood Kim t-shirts, if you can get one that's left, and the new hoodies that have not made it on the site yet but are going up very soon, and they're freaking fire. 
or anything else you order. So I have them. I have the hoodies in hand. So yes. I mean they're they're going to go up soon. Well, and, no, you uh, don't. Um, and think about uh, the fact that I th- you probably mentioned this. I, I tuned out to you when you were oh, talking good. about this. But, good. You know, the no fact problem. that you get uh, not only you know if you get in the Nut Hut now. You don't have to worry about the Nut Hut for the U.S. Open. I mean, you can. Uh, you don't have to worry about getting all set up. You can kind of. You can kind of learn the ropes of the Nut Hut before the U.S. Open, and then then you're an experienced Nut Hut person leading up to next week. Also, I did say that, um, but yeah, you you could be an experienced nutter before the U.S. Open even occurs. So um, I'm excited about Pat being there. Uh, Pat's had a great life here the last few days. He got the, he got the caddy for JJ Colleen in the Monday qualifier for this mm-hmm. event that was held on Sunday. Uh, that was fun. Um, recap video to come on YouTube for that. Hope you saw it on social. That was a good time, but, um, yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, and here's what we really need from you. We really need this from the people listening. Okay. We've had media access a handful of times before, and Pat has been total chicken shit. Every time we've been in the press room, he won't ask a question, but he's going to be by himself. So, like, DB's not going to be there to throw out the question or Ben. You know, Pat's going to have to do it on his own. He's got to put his big boy pants on. We're going to have DJ, Brooks, Kisner, Terrell is, I will say it's a little different than, than when we were there in the past. There's not a big press room with, with a bunch of people asking questions. So, it may make it easier for uh, me because yeah, it'll, be vir- it'll be still virtual. And they, they won't even, they'll just, and Kiz will be like, oh, crap pat is asking me a question what kind of dumb shit is this about yeah okay but, but at least i'm not asking about you know pleated pants and uh, whatever else you at joggers and stuff that you asked brooks better than nothing and people are still talking about that question uh, so any pr is good pr but you got dj brooks hatton kisner and garrick higo the young south african will all be in the press room on wednesday we need you to comment in the YouTube comments what question Pat should ask. It could be a serious question about the course, about conditions, about that player. It could be a goofy question that could be fun to ask Kisner. I feel like we can ask Kisner a goofy question and he'll be okay because he knows us, but the other guys will probably give us some terrible answer or some smart-ass response. But comment in the YouTube comments like ASAP what Pat could ask, and hopefully we can get your question asked if it's really good. Put that in the comments. I would love to hear that. Uh, if you're watching live, thank you, but you got to hold your comment until after the show is over or we won't see it. So when the show's over and the video publishes and you're, if you're watching live, then you can do it. What should Pat ask? It's going to be great. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. And then Wednesday night, we'll be in the Nut Hut chatting it up, debriefing on all that Pat saw, all that Pat learned. You can get all that inside until $10 a month. Give me a freaking break. It's going to be great. All right. Um, I guess for me, Pat, other than that, I just took some, in terms of Congaree, like, I just see this as kind of a little bit of a Kiowa, a little bit of an ocean course, except without all the wind on the ocean. Lengthy, but fairways are required, I feel like, to control the ball into these greens. Um, around the green play, kind of that grinder play. I do think this is going to be a more difficult course than what we normally see on the PGA Tour. Uh, extremely, you know, grainy, typical South Carolina greens, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at that. But honestly, who gives a shit? You know, before we hear from you tomorrow and Wednesday, I don't know, man. Like, we're just, we're just going to throw some names out there and see what happens, you know. But, but in the nut hut, things could change. Things could get, you know, things could get more detailed and more, we could all be way more informed. And yeah, I'm going to try to spend some time on the range too. But here's the thing about when you watch players on the range, it's terrible. Yeah. These guys are so good in general that 
they're all going to look good on the range. And so I think, yeah. you know, really just seeing them playing around the course. May, and then there's also guys that look – I mean, this can happen any week, by the way, not not just this week. You hear all this stuff about how great someone's playing in a pro-am or in, all the know, time. in practice and whatever else, and then they – or how bad they're playing, yep. and then they go and – I mean, it's like anything can happen. Dude, we hear I don't know what I'm really saying there. I'm just like it just means like from a specific player standpoint, it's going to be tough. But we'll we'll always get some information on the course, and we'll have a better read on some players than others. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, that'll be exciting. I'm excited about it. Uh, it's it's going to be a good time, dude. Um, all right, let's let's get into the picks here. Uh, before we do, I got it. You know, we've been talking about we've been talking about people's grooming, and you know. Grooming's important. Your personal care routine is important. You got to keep it simple, or maybe you want like a 15-step plan like my wife to keep her stuff in order. But our friends at Hawthorne can get the most out of your personal care with some high-quality shampoo, some body wash, some soaps, some shaving gel, and all without all them harsh chemicals. You know what I mean? Like you got you to gotta not have harsh chemicals. But guys, you got to take care of yourself. They're a premium grooming brand that helps, uh, tailors your personal care routine to you, you know? You go to Hawthorne, you take their quiz. They ask you some things. You know, give me, they ask you some things like, uh, you know, is your skin dry? Are you ashy? What kind of hair do you got? You know, and it's good. It's, it's really good. We did it. We actually did it. And then uh, you get this essentials bundle. I tell you, my favorite thing about it is actually the cologne. I don't know if you got the cologne, Pat, but they have these two colognes. One is called work. One is called play. The, the play is actually my favorite one. It smells the best, but it's a little stronger. It's a little bit like, hey, I'm ready to get laid tonight. Uh, the work is a little bit more like, hey, I'm ready to uh, really crush this presentation or maybe uh, not put fish in the microwave and piss off my employees. That's kind of what the work's about. But they take mm-hmm. the risk out of shopping for personal care, and they give you free shipping on your order and returns. They're fantastic. So take the Hawthorne quiz today. Get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code TOURJUNKIES and get 10% off your first purchase that's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot co, promo code Tour Junkies, Hawthorne.co, promo code Tour Junkies. We appreciate those guys for helping us out, helping our skin get nice, helping our, our, our body smell, you know, helping that body smell good. Um, that body scent is important, so we appreciate that. Our ladies appreciate that, and so will yours. So there you go. Father's Day's coming up. If you're a female and you watch this, I think I saw Nita in the chat earlier. You could go to Hawthorne, get your man. Dude, get your man some of that work play cologne. Get your man some of that. Mm-hmm. I promise you won't regret it. All right, uh, let's get into this. Pat, the, uh, the DFS picks. I think that's the show we're doing right now. I'm pretty sure my face is starting to get a little numb. I'm feeling the vodka. I'm, feel- I'm feeling the wild leap right now. I'm excited, though. It's going to be a great night. Uh, we're going to give you three GPP plays and a fade from 9K and above. Now listen, it's Monday night, okay? And this is uh this is this is the Monday qualifier day for the US Open, which means God knows who's really actually playing in this damn tournament. You know, at this point it's like, hey, Rob Bolton on Twitter, can you just tell us who is still playing rather than tell us who's out because there's we don't know. But to this point like Brendan Grace, Danny Willett, um those, Charlie Hoffman, those Siwoo Kim. God, I was so looking forward to Siwoo being on site with you. Uh, I wanted to have his T-shirt for him. That just broke my heart. Um, but I get it. I, I totally get it. Siwoo would be out. Those guys are all out. 
So I'm sure there's more to come, and we might mention a couple names here, and you're going to be like, oh, you dumbass, those guys are out. Well, it's because it's Monday night at 8.53, and we don't know yet. And I can't monitor Twitter while I'm recording the show, so just sit, calm, calm your ass down. Hell, I'm just glad that you mentioned the guys that you mentioned because I could have. I can't even believe I did. Had it, we could have played a little game and been like, "Who, who is Pat going to mention tonight that uh, has already withdrawn?" You might still do it. I, you might still do yeah, it. I could. But anyway, at this point, it's like we're not sure. You know, we could name every name we could name could be out of here by the time you listen to this podcast. Not sure, but um, let's get started at the top. It starts with DJ. He's here because he's from South Carolina, and you you got to know they begged and pleaded and. Uh, did whatever they could to get him here. You got Brooks, Brooksy, I guess, leaving the uh, the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight and just coming to Congaree to get tuned up for the U.S. Open. You got Fitzpatrick Hatton all the way down to Garrick Higo, the young studly South African with a lot of people getting all you know hard in the middle about. So we'll talk about him anyway. Uh, you know, here's the thing. On a week like this, where you have a field like this that's so terrible, we just got to go ahead, and before we start, let's just all get it out of our system. Okay, let's all get out of our system like, we're going to feel like we're paying way too much for people. We're gonna, this is going to feel queasy. You're going to have to hold your nose and make some picks. I, I don't know any other analogies, Pat. Do you have any other analogies? Can you give me any analogies for this field? It's an ugly field. It's a very ugly field. Yeah, I mean it's like um what's it like, Pat? Give me some. It's something. like you're it's it's like you're at a buffet. Oh. And and it, but it's been picked over, but you're really hungry and so you're just trying to you're trying to figure out like like what you're going to eat. And there's some uh there's some some fried fish and you don't I mean normally you might not get the fried fish, but mm. it looks to be the the best thing, so you're going to grab some fried fish off of the buffet. I think that's what you're looking at here. There's a lot of fried fish. There's mm. a lot of fried fish, and you're going to have to choose which one you really want. You know, like, do you want the one that's falling apart? Wow. And not, you know, not a perfect square. You know, you might have to take the one that's falling apart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know why that came into my mind, but okay. Did, but that, that's what I was going for. I was just fish. going. I was just going for like a little, and that's fine. That's fine. It wasn't. I would probably give it like a C plus in terms of the analogy itself, <laughs> but. I like that you tried something. Mark Horn in the in the YouTube chat. I, I like that. He said you need to shower after making your lineups. Yes, you're gonna. Let's just go ahead and get that out of our system. You're gonna see names that you're used to paying, you know, sixty nine hundred for. That now you're paying seventy nine hundred for. You're gonna see names you're used to seeing in the high sevens that are in the nines. Like let's just go ahead and get that out there. It is what it is. Okay. Now, who are you gonna play? Three names from nine k and above, Pat. And then who's your fate? All right. Well, starting at the top, I'm going to fade. I'm, I'm going to go a combo fade, and I think this is pretty easy. And that's DJ and Brooks. Oof. Just don't. I don't want to play them this week. I, I think that um, Brooks. We know. Just this is. I, I. I just could. He's. He's out here just trying to find a little bit of form before the before the U.S. Open. Kind of work on some things. I think DJ, if, if I were to choose between those two, it probably would be DJ because I do think this is a course that sets up really well for him. Um, but I still think that I'm just, I don't want to pay the, that price for those two guys. So I'm going to drop down and pay for Matthew Fitzpatrick and Terrell Hatton. I like them both this week. Uh, if you look at the stats, I mean, Fitzy has been so good. I mean, he's number one in the field off the tee. 
top 15 in strokes gained around the green. He's second. One of the stats I'm looking at is par four scoring, 450 to 500 yards. There's a lot of long par fours on this course. He's second in that stat category. He's number one in the field in putting on Bermuda over the last 100 rounds. So, and we've seen Fitzy play well all year. Now, he burned a lot of folks uh, last week. But I think, I don't know. It, it just didn't seem to me like a great course fit for him anyway last week. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, with Fitzy. And then I love Hatton. I think this is, is a perfect course for him. Great off the tee. Great on approach. Um, he, he is a little, he, he's a little suspect from the scrambling standpoint. But everything else looks pretty good. I could see Hatton, by the way, though, saying like, like, you know, being on a new course that you've never seen. And, like, I, I could see us getting a sound clip like, fuck this hole, man. Fuck this hole. This is a shit-ass hole. Like, because he, like, he does something and it runs off 50 yards off the green into some bunker into the water. But I still think, I still think he could play well here. Yeah. So, I like Hatton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be dog cussing the hell out of this place. He's going to be like, they don't even have members. They have ambassadors. You know, screw this. <laughs> screw this place. He's... You know, what kind of name is Congaree? You know, throw my putter. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But I do still like him here on this course. And I'm, I guess I'm just going to go with, with all British guys. And I'm going with Ian Poulter at 9,200. I like him a lot this week. I mean, Poulter is a guy, obviously a ton of experience on tour. Very creative mind uh, around the greens. Um, you know, he's not particularly long. But I did say that I don't think you have to be, like, that long on this course, even though it plays almost 7,700 yards. Look, Poulter, he did fine at Kiowa. He did fine. You know, he was in the top 35 at Kiowa on a very tough, long course. And then he goes and finishes third at, at Colonial, Colonial just a few weeks ago. So he can play a lot of different courses well. He's experienced. I think that helps with a new, a new type course. Um, uh, he'll have some patience, hopefully. Unlike he's kind of like opposite of Hatton, maybe uh, with 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 the patience level there. So I, I like uh, I like Poulter, and he puts well in Bermuda grass typically as well. So uh, fading the top DJ and Brooks Fitzy is one of my GPP plays. I like Hatton and Poulter. Nicely done. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our boy Devin Davis, who just super chatted us $10. So cheers for the content, guys. I appreciate that, Devin. And I always feel like if someone says cheers, that means you're from another country. So I'm going to assume that. Maybe you're not. But uh, we appreciate the $10 nonetheless. Um, I'm with you, man, on Fitzpatrick. I, I can't quit Fitzpatrick right now. I, if this were a stronger field, I'm disappointed. He's let me down a couple times with his damn miscuts in his last two out of three last weeks. If this were a stronger field, I would probably be off. But I think for a guy like Fitzy, who this place should suit him perfectly, grinder, you know, strokes gain around the green, putting on Bermuda, which he crushes, keeping it in the, keeping it in the fairway off the tee, decent iron play, like, th he should crush this place. And I think, I think this is a good opportunity for him to get his first PGA Tour win. He's never won on the PGA Tour, pretty sure. Um... Never won the PJ Tour, and, and he's been close. He plays well on difficult tracks, and I just feel like this is a place that he's going to be committed to, to bringing it and, and being ready to roll. So Fitzy, for me, I'm going to ride it one more week. Now, if he, if he Fs this up, I'm out for him next week. I'm going to be mad at him. He's going in timeout. I'm done if he does, if he does this to me again. I'm going to go back to Kazire, two guys who missed the cut last week who have just have sucked, have just 
been not good for me, but I'm going to roll one more time. I'm going to go with Kazire because I get a, a guy who's probably pretty familiar with this. He's a Sea Island guy. Chances are he's had a visit to Congaree. Mm. It's not that far from, from C, the Sea Island Mafia world. Um, you know, number one in strokes gained putting on Bermuda, number one in the last 24 rounds in this field in strokes gained approach. He's been not good off the tee, and he's not been good around the green, but you don't have to be good around the green if you're number one in strokes gained approach. It really doesn't matter because you don't miss that many greens. So Kazire coming off the miscut, but prior to that, two third-place finishes and a two-time PGA Tour winner. I like him at 9,100. And then I'm going to go Garrett Higo, man. I- I'm going to go ahead and buy the hype with Higo unless he creeps above or near that 15% range in DFS tournaments. At that point, I might not be in. But, you know, it takes a lot for me to jump on a guy who's like a full-time European tour player coming over to PJ Tour. But in a weak field like this, and at a tournament where he's not at a disadvantage because he's never played or seen the course before, because most of the guys have never seen or played the course before, so he, he, doesn't, he doesn't lose that advantage. It kind of evens the playing field for Higo, the young, bombing South African um, who hits it a long way and has been pretty impressive, knows how to win, knows how to close the door. I think Higo is very interesting at 9,000. We'll see how that ownership looks. Um, and for me, the fade is Harris English. The Georgia Bulldogs' last top 10 was a victory at the Tournament of Champions in January, but that's been it. Ever since then, irons have been total trash. Um, so I'm not going to pay 9900 I mean, we just talked about paying up for people, but that's a little, eesh, like that's a little much. I'd rather take my chances with a handful of names below him. So I'm out on Harry English. That's it for me in the 9K. Ready to move on? And uh, in fact, Devin is from California, so totally whiffed on that one. I thought he was from yeah somewhere. I say else. cheers all the time. Why do Why do you have to be? No, you somewhere? don't. You say fantastic all the time, all the time. I mean, I say cheers in other situations. Uh, not oh. on the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never. Heard, I've literally never heard you say it in my lifetime, and as long as I've been around. Okay, eight K range. Uh, here's. I'll make this. I'll make this kind of quick and dirty. Um, I'm going to keep riding HV3. Last 24 rounds, 13th in approach, 12th in around the green play, 17th in strokes gained off the tee. You know, this place has been compared to Pine Valley, Pinehurst, uh, Shadow Creek, which Fazio also designed, and, uh, and Royal Melbourne. Uh, it's, been, it, it's compared often to that Australian Sunbelt region and, and style of play. And HV3. One of his only professional wins was the Australian PGA a couple years ago. But, but he's knocked on the door a few times, and I just feel like, I feel like he's ready. If the putting, all he's waiting on is the putting. That's it. The ball striking has been pretty good. Around the green plays, pretty good. Runner-up a few weeks back at the Heritage. I'm going to keep riding the form, uh, and I feel like the breakout draweth nigh for HV3. Um, uh, at 8,500. So I'm going to roll with him. And then I'm going to go with Brant Snedeker, right below him at 8,400. Sned's obviously been playing well, checking the box approach, around the green and putting. He's always been great at. He's always hitting fairways, that's for sure. It, I guess for him, the question mark is, how long does this place truly play? Because he doesn't hit it very far. So how long will Congaree really play? I guess you know, that's something that I'll be looking to hear from you when you when you leave the grounds on Wednesday is like, what's the consensus in terms of, you know, can one of these really short, accurate guys contend to win here or do you have to have a little bit of pop in the bat? 
Um, Snedeker obviously doesn't have much, but he does have some form in, in the last five weeks. He hasn't missed a cut, and he's got a sixth place, an 11th place, and a 17th place finish in his last five weeks on the PGA Tour. So I'll go with Sneds. And my fade is going to be CT Pan because, I mean, gross. CT yeah. Pan at, at 8,100. Gross. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just not. It's, I, have, I do have standards. I know people don't think I do, but I do. I have standards in CT Pan at 8,100. I refuse to do. And he stocks on hmm. Bermuda. So. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to start at the very top with Alex Noren at 8,900. I like him this week. Um, 24th in the field, strokes gained off the top 60 in approach, top 10 in scrambling, putts well on Bermuda grass greens, has been playing really well recently, uh, and finished kind of, you know, and that includes last week at the Memorial. He kind of snuck up, had a little top 15 finish at the Memorial. Um, he's made his last four cuts. He's done, I, you know, I think Norin has a lot of potential this week to, uh, to play very well. I like him at 8,900, so I'll play him. And then dropping down to this is one of those where I think you know I was ta- we're talking about uh, taking the taking the fish mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, on the buffet line or just you know holding your nose and paying up for him. But that's Johnny Vegas at eighty three hundred. I like him this week. Another guy I've been playing really good as far as his recent form. Number two in the field in strokes gained off the tee. He is top twenty in that par four scoring between four hundred fifty to five hundred yards. Um, I like that. Um, so I think Vegas, uh, you know, he's he's a decent scrambler. Not great in the field, but, you know, pretty good at scrambling. I like him at 8,300. I think he's going to be pretty low-owned as well. And then my fate is going to be Scott Stallings at 8,000. Hmm. I don't really like Stallings on this course at all. I mean, he does, he's, a great, he's a good iron player. That's about all I'll give him. He's 121st in the field in scrambling, though. Uh, he's 108th in par four scoring 450 to 500 yards. Um, 64th off the tee, not terrible. 82nd in, uh, in putting on Bermuda. I I just, I don't, he is one that I think stinks at 8,000. Like, I think that's a, like, he's a, he's a bad smelling fish at 8,000. Oof. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some that, I mean, are just, they're just gross. So I get it. Who was it again that you said? I wasn't paying attention. Scott Stallings. Not Stallings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I feel you there. Okay. Um, well, let's... Uh, oh, oh, I did want to show this because I just, I just think it's hilarious. You know, Congaree, we, we've already talked about how around the green game is going to be important, right? Uh, specifically, we know that Fazio and a couple other people mentioned about this course, that it's one of those courses where the ball is to be played on the ground. This is not necessarily a flop it around the place, you know, flop your stuff around and show everybody what you got, but, you know, play it on the ground. And uh, I thought it would be funny to show you guys an old clip from uh, about a year ago. Me and Pat, Chalk yeah. Bomb Ben, DirecTV Perry. I had Perry. a feeling this was coming up. Yeah, uh, me and Pat, Chalk Bomb Ben, Pat's twin brother, Chris Perry. We were at uh, we were in Hilton Head on a golf trip, and we got into the debate because Pat believes that he is, uh, if there were a world golf ranking for strictly being able to bump and run, that's it, just the bump and run. Um, you know, keep the ball down, get it on the ground quickly, roll it out like a putt when you're off the green. 
he believes that he would be ranked within the top 10,000 in the world in that category. We were debating it live. This is around midnight that evening, and uh, I just think the clip is hilarious, so I'm going to play it now, and hopefully it doesn't F up our whole production here. Here we go. In my 10,000th in the world that it'd be able to do in, that? In what? You are in the bump and run. You, are, bump way, and run. you are way worse than the 10,000th best <laughs> bump and runner on the freaking planet. Did you planet. see what ha- happened today? I did it from 50 yards off the green to 10 feet. Three times of it. Listen, I'm the one that just said you should be a bump and run ambassador. If anyone should be it, it should be you. But you are not, you should not be ranked in the world golf ranking in bump and running. <laughs> Why not? Is anybody You're else not that? Like, good. how does anybody know like what the rankings should be? What? Be what, what what's the component of the rankings? Yeah. Just being good at just being good at bumping just being and running. Being good at bumping and running. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know, man. It's just one of the funniest conversations I think we've ever had. You were convinced. You still believe that? Where do you think you rank right now? Oh, I've I have moved steadily inside the top ten thousand in the world. I mean, inside? My, game, my game then, my game is better by a lot now than it was then on that day. I, I mean, you know for sure. But yeah, but your short yeah, game—I I feel like your short game is not that is is not as good. We're talking about a bump, the bump and run. We're not talking about just the the entire short game <laughs> as a whole. We're not talking about my strokes gained around the green. We're talking about like actually on the bump and run shot, I feel like I could even go in and teach some tour players something about the bump and run. God. If if it wasn't for some COVID restrictions and they'd probably get mad at me, I would walk out there and show some of these tour players tomorrow really how they should be doing some of this bump and run action. (laughs) You should. You should try. You know, talk to kids. Maybe if you see JT Poston out there in Fleener, they may let you. You may just ask them. You may just yeah, ask him. I'll see. If I can get a video of me showing kids or someone how to do the bump and run on this course. Oh, God. That would be some good stuff. Um, you know, I know something that you have improved here recently, Pat, is your lawn. Because I know you got your Sunday lawn uh, kit in the mail not too long ago. And you had problems with your lawn. You know, you got brown spots. It's getting hot down there in Savannah. You got bare spots, weeds. Nut, you know, nasty grubs and stuff, and you can take all the guesswork out of that with and all the unwanted chemicals as well. So you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet. Okay, now Pat, you got your Sunday lawn care kit. You went online, you pulled up your address. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like, how, how's your how how did that work? How's your lawn looking right now? Man, it's looking fantastic. It's looking fantastic. You know, you just got to put a little work into it with this uh, with Sunday lawn. You know. And uh, and it's actually really not like work. It's actually yeah. kind of fun to try new things like this fun. on there. Yeah, all you got to do is go to Sunday.com, uh, GetSunday.com, excuse me, GetSunday.com, put in your home address like Pat did. They have a free lawn analysis tool. They can like zoom in on your lawn. They know because of the region and all that stuff, like how what's going on, the soil, all that. And they take care of the rest in, in seconds. They use soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing that it doesn't. So let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring and summer. Uh, just visit GetSunday.com slash junkies and get $20 off your custom lawn care plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash junkies and have you some grass 
it looks like Pat Perry's, you know, because I mean, if there's anybody's grass who you want to you want to emulate is Pat's. Um, are we in the seven K range? Yeah, I think we are. Seven K range yeah. on DraftKings, three names and a tournament play. I guess I'll go. God, I got to figure out who's playing because I liked Danny Willett. Oh well, I mean, the first one that I just I can't wait to play is Vincent Whaley. You know. Now, a couple weeks ago when he was like 28% owned, I was off of him. I'm not going to do that. But Whaley, $7,700. I mean, just in a like real quick throw it together preliminary model, he's number two in my entire model. He, he checks a box in approach around the green, putting on Bermuda, good drives gain, strokes gain off the tee. The kid's making a ton of cuts. He hasn't missed a cut since the waste management. And he's got decent finishes. I mean, you know, you'll take a T20, which he did at the Charles Schwab. You'll take that. And now you get him at a weak field event. Vincent Whaley at 7,700 is, uh, is one that really stands out to me. I'm excited about that. Um, I, I, actually think, I actually think I'm going to try Luke List at 7,900. I mean, oh, come on. I mean, Whaley he's popped. never won anybody any money. Yes, he Never had. won anybody any yes, money. Yes, he had. He's won people money. He has, he's lost a lot of people, a lot of money, but he has won some people some money. It, it, it just, it's just one of those guys. He just, it's just going to come. I tried it out last week by trying to take him in the top 20. It's going to, I know. He didn't win me any money. Missed the cut. It's going to come down to the putter for Luke as it always does, but he does tend to play difficult courses. When you look on Fantasy National, he actually gains more strokes on difficult tracks than he does easier average tracks. Bermuda is not his worst putting surface, which is always promising for, for, for Luke. He's 12th in the field in approach play. He's fourth in the field in strokes gain off the green. He's actually, I mean, off the tee. He's actually pretty good in good drives gained, which I think is an interesting stat this week because the fairways are somewhat generous um, out here. It's just about the putting. That's all it is. He's also actually not that bad around the green. He just can't putt. So that's all we're waiting on for Luke. At 7,900, can the putter pop for a little bit? Can we like just be zero strokes gained? Can we even be like negative one strokes gained? Like even negative one strokes gained would be his like that would be fine. We'd be okay. We'd probably have a good week. So Luke List, Vincent Whaley. And then I'm gonna go down to let's see. Let me give you guys a uh let's see where by the way, the people in the people in the chat, we need we might need some fact checks on this Uh-oh. or saying that Luke List has the uh course record at Congaree. I, I'd like to know where that that came from because they don't tell you a whole lot Dude, about Congaree. God, that butters my bread. If Luke List has the course record at so Congaree, maybe that, he has a course record there. Oh, I didn't even know that. If that's the case, praise God. I'm all in that. I'm I'm swimming in Luke List this week. God. Okay. Uh all right. After that, I'm gonna go with Miss Cut. Yeah, he's probably gonna miss a cut. Um, I guess I'll go with I like a little like Ben Martin kind of pops out to me, which is weird. He's got a very uh a very low owned name. Ben Martin is just a name that people skip over or people see and go, wait a minute. Is that Ben Martin from high school that was like the drum major? Yeah, that guy's a loser. I'm not playing him. <laughs> yeah. They're they're not playing him. He's they're never gonna play him. They're never gonna play him. But Ben's a, a southern dude, you know, he 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 puts great. Um he's okay on Bermuda, very accurate. Ball striking is there, he's coming around, he's actually playing pretty well. He's kind of resurging the career here right now. Um with the twenty sixth at the Byron, eleventh at the Wells Fargo, top ten at the Punta Cana a couple weeks ago. 
But back in the day when me and Pat first started doing podcasts, I mean, Ben Martin was a staple. He actually won a PGA Tour event in 2014. Yeah, he's you, a solid player. Did you know that? But when we first started... Played well today, by the way, in the sectionals. I don't know if he made it through, but he's... So well, he's, well, then he's probably going to withdraw. If he made it through, he's going to withdraw. Um, but in like 2015, 2016, when we first started doing the show, Ben Martin was, was a, he was good. He was a pick. He was a guy you took. So I'm going to roll with him. My fade is going to be EVR, Eric Van Ruyen. Um, he sucks on Bermuda. His form is terrible. And he's, I'm just going to say karma from the PGA. Uh, his home life is bad or something's going on. He's got some anger problems, slapping the piss out of that sign with his, with his club at the PGA and almost hitting, uh, Gareth Lord, the caddy. I'm just going to say you know, karma comes back. This is a week where you're going to get weird fades and I'm just going to make up reasons to avoid guys. So that's what it is. Um, apparently, okay. uh, producer Sam confirms that Luke list holds the record at Congaree. Apparently it came from some publication called golf digest. <laughs> Have you ever heard of golf digest? DP? Well, what the fuck do they know? What is, what is golf digest? Who reads that? Is that, like readers? is that like Reader's Digest? I haven't seen one of those since my grandmother <laughs> died 30 years ago. Uh, I actually still get Golf Digest in the, in the... It actually comes in the mailbox Dude, still. I'm I not get kidding. it too, but nobody pays for it. I have not paid a thing. I know. Like, I don't know how I even get it. I don't how know do either. How you get Golf Digest? There are millions of people getting Golf Digest that think the same thing. If, if you pay for Golf Digest, you are an idiot. You're an absolute <laughs> idiot. If you pay for Golf Digest, you would do you would you would do weird stuff. You would just. Do I weird think stuff. if you, I think if at the checkout line at Dick Sporting Goods, sorry, I should you know that's a free ad. It, they like when you have to like put your email down or whatever. They just sign you up. Like if you if you bought something golf related there or anywhere, like you you got a subscription to Golf Digest, dude. Yeah, it's they they get like hospital records when folks are born. And then, like sixteen years later, they send them. The, they start sending them to Golf Digest. I don't know how it happens. I have not paid a dime for Golf Digest in a decade or more. So I don't know how it happens. I'm done. Uh, where were we? Oh, we were talking about the seven K range. We're a DFS show. Um, are we? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, who did you say? Can you recap remember. that? Can somebody in the chat tell me who I said? I know Vincent <laughs> Whaley was one. Okay, I know. I'm pretty sure it's Vincent Whaley, um, Luke List, Ben. Martin. Oh, Ben Martin, I know. Ben yeah, Ben Martin, the the band player. Okay, so, um, all right. Who was your fade? God, or did you go through that yet? I don't know. I don't, I don't okay, know. Sorry. Let me go. Let me go. Um, I'm going to start with Rafa Cabrera Bello. Next, playing solid. Next, solid. Move on. Last few. Ra- hey, look. I didn't do this to you. I was I was looking at the chat. I don't want to hear about Rafa. Back. I don't want to hear about Rafa. I like Rafa. I think he, he can have a good week. He's playing <laughs> solid lately. Um, stop I did. Us, Sam. Yes, I did. Sam. <laughs> See, even producer Sam is not paying attention. I did do a fade. It was EVR, Eric Van Ruyen. Producer Sam is not paying attention. If we can't get our own producer <laughs> to pay attention, then why do we expect anyone else to pay attention? Why, why are we even doing this? <laughs> I can get drunk and then go to bed and not have to do all this. All right. Well, My wife is laying anyway, in bed right now waiting on me and would probably prefer me drunk. Yeah, well, you got a few more shows to go, so just hang in there, buddy. Hang How many in shows there, are we buddy. doing tonight? Mm. Four. We're doing I think four, four shows. Four tonight. total. Four total. Uh, anyway, <sighs> I do like Rafa this week. Um, pay no mind to the approach stats. I do like his scrambling. 
uh, does check the box and par that par four scoring stat that I mentioned does put well on Bermuda grass greens. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Rafa this week and I like how he's been playing. Um, Vincent Whaley. Um, yeah, we already talked about him. him. I know. I liked him as well. So I can't really talk about him. So I'm not going who does to, it? Um, everybody likes Vincent Whaley. Yeah. Ben, ben Martin's mom would prefer Vincent Whaley than Ben Martin this week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a guy that is not a regular on PGA Tour. Uh, for the PGA Tour. Um, Rafa Cabrera Bello? No. I already talked about him. David Lipsky. David Lipsky. Top 10 in the field, by the way, in strokes gained approach. Top 30 in strokes gained around the greens. I've heard of him. Um, let me, let, let me just it. do this for you. I want to give you... Uh, and now, you mentioned on Fantasy National you can get uh, Corn Fairy stats. I'm not pulling those up right now because I just can't. Um, but look, David Lipsky, in the last few months, has finished second at the Emerald Coast Classic, second at the MGM Resorts Championship, 21st at the Huntsville Championship. Screw the miscuts, two in a row. <laughs> the last few couple events, though. F those. 12th and then uh, 39th last week at the well, Red And he won the San Antonio. Well, that was a while ago. So, look, I think a guy like David Lipsky playing in a weak field like this, you know, why can't a, a guy who's, you know, not necessarily dominated like Will Zalatoris dominated the Corn Ferry Tour, but has yeah. been playing extremely well in the Corn Ferry Tour, does fit the profile for this course, is certainly going to be low-owned because nobody knows who the hell David Lipsky is. Um, yeah. I think he, he makes a lot of sense as a low-owned <clears throat> GPP play. He's at 7,400, too. Um, Maybe a little pricey, but I'm okay with that. With the way he's playing, I'll play him. Um, so there you go. And you know what? Just for the hell of it, since we had all these people that are on loving list, I'm going to fade Luke List. I'm going to fade Luke List. I think he is going to have a little bit higher ownership than he might typically have. Um, how many people are in this field? Screw you, man. 156? Screw you, man. Yeah. 152nd he is. Yeah, and putting in yeah. Bermuda, <laughs> Bermuda <laughs> greens. So uh, he must have had a really good putting day when he got that course record. Instead of giving the bump and run lessons, can you just find Luke tomorrow and give him some uh, putting lessons? Which is saying a lot because you literally have a physical yip with if you grab yeah, Luke's putter, can, you would yeah. physically yip it, and that might be better than his. That might be better than his putting. Yeah. Um. Also, Pat, will you show the people your shirt? Have we already done that? I think we did that already. Yeah, we did it. But I'll show it again. The Siwoo Kim shirt? I just want to see it again. God. That's just a great shirt, man. All right. Hey, if you're in the comments, can you tell us if we already did that? Because I really yeah. don't. I don't know if it was that show or Travis's show. No, it wasn't Travis's show. We did it for this show. We already did that. Yeah, we did it. We did it. I, I got it. I'm here. I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I've only had two drinks, officer. All right, uh, 6K picks. I got three names. I got three names. Yes, Daniel, he has a physical yip. You can see it. You can see the yip when you put a regular size putter in Pat's hands. All right, my first name in here is going to be Hank Lebiota. He looks a little bit like Pat, maybe um, a little bit younger and thinner, has great hair, and we've had him on the show. He's a great guy. Hank Lebiota, good dude, uh, in this field. This is going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, wait a minute, who? Even in this week A field, Hank Lebiota is number two in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. 
in this field today. Hank Lebiota, weird. Uh, seventh in good drives gained. He can he can hit it okay out there. Find some fairways. We just need Hank's short game and putting to come around. He's almost as bad as Luke List, but I think it could I think it'd be okay for sixty nine hundred. I think he's got some upside. Uh, then I'm going to go down to Robbie Shelton at sixty seven hundred. I think it was somebody in the Nut Hut. Uh, a few weeks ago, somebody with some intel on Robbie Shelton was like, hey, uh, word on the street is Robbie changed coaches or something like that, and ball striking is coming around, and that was right after the Wells Fargo. Guess what happens? He makes the cut at the Charles Schwab. No big deal. Kind of a f- flat finish. Then the Memorial finishes 32nd. Now, that was on the heels of short game, but I'm going to believe Robbie Shelton with a little bit of upside. Played at Alabama. A lot of, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of um, you know, just balls with Robbie Shelton. He's just a he's just a he's always been a stud. You know, he's just always been a stud. He's he's always been one that you want to, you know, if you were breeding golfers, you want to breed with Robbie Shelton. That's kind of the the that's the history. You know, that's that's what he's that's the bloodline of Robbie Shelton. The last name I'm going to give you is JJ Spawn, and the only reason is I think he's a perfect six K play. He's going to miss cut. Or I think he's he's got real potential to even top ten in this field. Um, made his last two cuts, including eighteenth at the Wells Fargo, finished ninth at the Safeway back in the fall. JJ's got a record of having some some boomer bust finishes. Um, he's got some top fives in his PGA Tour career. He's got a runner up in his PGA Tour career. I prefer him on the West Coast, but uh, actually Bermuda is his best putting surface, even though he sucks at putting. He's a good ball striker. Um, I think JJ is an interesting look just from a pure GPP, like like I said, boomer bust play at 6,600. So that's it for me. Okay. Um, I'll start with John Pock at 6,900. He is one of those, uh, he's one of those guys. Now, he's in the interview room tomorrow, um, I believe, uh, with Davis Thompson and uh, one other. I can't remember who the other one is that's going to be in there. But he is one of these guys coming out of college. He was incredible in college. I think he won seven or eight times this year alone. Uh, is uh, I mean, and if you think about the fact that it wasn't that long ago where we had Morikawa and Wolf and Hovland and all of them coming out, um, and I believe they pretty did pretty well as soon as they got out of college. So it's not unheard of that a guy like John Pot can come in here and play well this week. Um, he's at sixty nine hundred. I think worth a little bit of a flyer, sure. Um, I liked Robbie Shelton. I was I was kind of with you there. I like Tyler McCumber here. Um, you know, I'm going to say Tyler McCumber. Yeah. I mean, how no, you, do, not, you don't you know? like Tyler. You like his dad, Mark. You still, yeah, well, you well, still get, I'm living lit up. Yeah, he's Mark. doing a TV announcing now. He, he's like on course coverage. So I just got to, you know, live vicariously, you know, through Tyler McCumber. And, uh, but you look at the stats. I mean, he top 30 in approach. Um, Good on these long par fours. Um, he's he's a definite scorer. We know that. And had to, had a good run earlier this year. None of these guys in this range. If you if you're looking at like fantasy national, you go at recent re- you look at the recent results. Nobody is really going to be that consistent down here. Okay, so he's had some miscuts for sure, but so is everybody down here. Um, so it's just all over the place. There's a lot of there's a lot of red and and different colors. Um, so, but I do like Tyler McCumber. That's about it. Yeah. For me. I think that is it. I think we've, I've had, I, I know I've had enough. If I've had enough, I'm pretty sure everybody listening, watching's had enough. 
Uh, don't forget to comment in the YouTube comments the questions that Pat should ask while he's in the he's in the media center um, for DJ Brooks, Kiz, Hatton, Garrett, Higo. I can't believe I'm even remembering all those accurately. Maybe I'm not. Uh, but he's on the on site at Congaree. Put that in the comments, please. Give us a good question. It could be a legit question or a funny question that Pat should ask. And um, and everybody pray for Pat to just sack up and you know just do it. All right, that's it for us. Uh, don't forget the U.S. Open show is going to be on Saturday night, this coming Saturday night, uh, around 7.30 or 7.45 p.m. Eastern. Stay tuned on the YouTube page. You can see when we're going live. You can join us live. We're going to give away some merch, a merch bundle. We're going to have a good time with that. We're going to talk DFS. We're going to talk betting. Paul Tesori, P.J. Torcati for Webb Simpson is going to join us, talk about Torrey Pond South. Can't wait for the U.S. Open week. I think Congaree is actually going to be cool to see just for the golf course is going to be cool. I think this is going to be a golf course that the PJ tour and other, maybe the PGA and possible Ryder cup, you know, president's cup venue. It just seems like a really good track. It just sucks that it's getting the field that it's getting. Uh, so I think it's going to be fun to watch from that standpoint. The field is going to be tough to, to keep your attention, but we'll see. Could be some drama. There's obviously plenty of drama this last week, but. Uh, yeah, that's it for us. We're going to head over to the betting show. If you're watching live on YouTube, thank you very much. May your screens be green. Thanks for putting up with us. See ya!